Hey, hey, good bitches, and welcome to this week's episode of Good Bitch. I'm Jules Rangi, how you wear? And I'm Jodie Clark, and we're just two good bitches trying to live good lives. What an episode we've got for our GBs this week, Jules. Bit of a different one. Bit of a different one. We're keeping it very real, very honest as always. And we thought we would just do a massive check-in. We've got a great main topic, Mm -hmm. a lot to get into. We're going to keep it very real because we've been feeling a bit vulnerable lately, haven't we, Jules? A bit flat, a bit damp behind the eyes. (laughs) Our listener question is what to do um, when you're trying to get over someone who doesn't stop watching your stories, basically. Oh, that's a hot mess, that is. And you've got a a confession for me that I'm yet to read, so I can't even update the listeners. We do love our confessions. Is there like a a word that you can tease us with? Okay, a word? Mm -hmm. I'm just going to say flatmates. Oh, I've got a new flatmate as well, so I might be able to fantasise here. (laughs) My darling, as always, how was your week? The week has turned around and I've only got one person to thank, Jules. Who? Kim Kardashian. Oh, yes. Honestly, if it wasn't for such an inspirational talk from her, Mm -hmm. I might not have got my life together. Get your ass up and work. As a businesswoman, because as we all know, GBs, I have been enjoying some much-needed time off, some well-deserved time off, just a couple weeks of Fun employment. Fun employment. And I saw this speech from Kim Kardashian. I thought, look, she's right. I do just need to do the work. So I took a hard look at myself, Jules, and I've taken upon that advice and it's really changed things for me as it looks like I'm starting a new job next week. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Get your ass up and work. is really inspirational. Apparently, that's all it takes. So thank you, Kim Kardashian, for remaining so relatable. So relatable. Our, um, you know, queen who was born into <laughs> so much wealth. I really, but... I really hope if you're a new listener, you're picking up on the deep, deep sarcasm. Oh, yeah. There. People don't understand how sarcastic we are and take everything to the grave. That is deep on this sarcastic. Podcast. That little speech was a hot mess. So, mm-hmm. yep. But we definitely needed to talk about a very serious political discussion, didn't we, Jodie Clark? We do. This is a political podcast. Death of the soft launch. Oh, hallelujah. Once again, Kim K entering the discussion. She has just posted Pete Davidson, um, the love of our lives, really. (laughs) Truly. And she just posted a photo. Like, obviously, we knew that they were always together, but he was never in the stories. Our good friend Tegan Yoroth, shout out Tegan. Yeah. She just did a hard launch as well. Jotes, do you think that this is the death of the soft launch? I think with the case of Kim, it was definitely a strategic launch because, as I touched on during my little sarcastic moment um she had a bit of a hot PR mess lately Mm. so I think for her it was definitely her hard launch was very strategic by nature and sometimes hard launches are that but sometimes hard launches are just because you're ready to go there so perhaps there could be an element of that Mm. do we feel like the soft launch now I don't know if it's because I just get I'm a little fucking pea brain and mm. I get I just soak up the media. Yeah. Now I'm kind of like the the elbow at the table at brunch on a Sunday. I feel like that's like lame now. Like you're lame if and, you do that. And you're right because you know what it is? People like audiences, viewers, social media people they're just too woke. Mm. We just see through it mm-hmm. and it's lost. I feel like social media, it's lost that sense of mystery because we already know what naughty underscore girl is up to mm. with that with that out with that cheeky elbow. We already know what that yes. coffee cup means. And I also think with the rise of this TikTok gen, how they love everything unfiltered. They yes. love unfiltered. They hate how manicured us 
well, I don't know, I feel like boomers, but, you know, us yeah. millennials are, I reckon they're just like, bam, and what of it? Fucking what of it? And I, I think that's where the tide is really turning with social media. And I do find Instagram, I mean, we're on Instagram and TikTok and they're just worlds apart. We love our TikTokers because they just lay our shit out. They just come straight for your neck. Whereas Instagrammers, they're just so polite. So it's, manicured. It's so I hate it. Instagram for me is like the eastern suburbs of the social media world. You took the words right out of my <laughs> mouth. But coming from two gals who yeah. we have proudly, with our chest set on this podcast, that we will never, ever hard launch a man's. No. Uh, never uh, have. We will, I dated someone for three years and he only ever made soft launch once. Like, there was the elbow at the cafe once and you've only put a Facebook photo I've up. I've done literally, scroll my social media, I have one photo of me at, to di- at dinner and Mr Wong's. Um, oh, that's gorgeous. You have to post Mr. Wong's. It was like an anniversary dinner with an, an ex-boyfriend of mine um, on Facebook, but nothing on Instagram. Who is on your Facebook? You know, I have only ex-colleagues from 10 years ago on my Facebook and like my crazy auntie and that's it. That's just, I feel like that's just a space for family, really. So now, mm. what would you, what do you reckon you would do? Like, would you still, <laughs> are you sticking to the soft launch or are you just going to hard launch it? I'm doing no launch, baby. Like that, social media for me is a game. Like yeah. social media is where I promote the podcast. For me, I don't need to be hard launching, soft launching, mid launching. I just don't feel the need for a it's launch. It's a business for you, your business gal. For me, yeah. It's yeah. like work for me. Um, I will happily throw it back and bust it open in my camera roll doll. Of course. But I just don't feel the need for it. I don't know. L- let's see. If I fall in love one day, things might change. But even then, I think I'm, more, I'm the type of person, my Aquarius moon will want to protect and safeguard and mm. be in my little love nest haven. I don't see me launching anyone. Mm. What about you, Jules? Because we all know that you're in a different sort of position at the moment with your love life. Are we going to expect a soft launch or a hard launch from you anytime soon? I do like to shock people. Okay. I would actually just like to pop up and bam, we're married. Oh, stop! Like, I love to shock people. <laughs> like, bam, and I want to do a fucking lame-ass gender reveal. <laughs> Like I just want to pop up and do something wild. I don't think I'll soft launch. Mm, I'm quite particular about my stories. I don't think I'll soft. If mm. I'm soft launching, it will be two a.m. on a Saturday. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? No, when you I, are well, quite I, particular. I've forgotten to do it. Like what I've about forgotten something to like just kind of naughty and cheeky and on brand for you? Could we do something like that? A little bedroom moment, just a little little something something for the people. All right. Yeah. Should I? All right, okay. When I've got my honey bird it on, okay. I'll do something crazy. I'll do yeah. something crazy like that. Which is like maybe that. like his knee in the background so you, the audience knows it's going down. Yeah, like almost sneaky link yes. vibes. I love that, my darling. Well, I'm going to take us to the main topic. Yeah, so let's we do could that. talk. Let's talk about that at the pub afterwards. Okay. We'll okay. set up the soft launch, hard launch thing. Okay, okay. So let's get into our main theme. We touched on it last week, GBs, but we really felt that it was time for some honest reflection from us uh a lot of our friends in our network have been really struggling there's a lot going on in the world isn't it Jules we've had the flooding before that we had you know um bushfires now mm. we've got fucking bloody- covid covid world war 3 world war 3 global pandemic like it's like we just keep getting hit with the necks and it's like when are we as people going to get a reprieve mm. um it's a lot for all of us to absorb and we just want to let you all know out there that if you're struggling, it is beyond normal. Mm. I definitely feel like I've got, I don't know, 
want to sound uh, insensitive, but like mm. caring fatigue. Okay. I honestly think if I woke up tomorrow and costume on Channel 7, it's like, we've been invaded by aliens, I'd probably just put it on mute and roll over and fall asleep. But I think also that apathy can often be a defense mechanism. Mm-hmm. And you're also just very used. It's almost like when your life's a mess, you're used mm. to constantly navigating these, you know, crazy world circumstances you almost become used to the chaos yes so i think that's maybe where you're at you're used to the shitstorm that has been covid in mm. particular and now it's like oh shock horror we're we're entering world war three yeah literally well i guess what kind of spurred us on to talk about this and it, yeah. you know what i'll give props to our producer mandy who mm. that she overheard our conversation yeah. and was like you girls need to be talking about this on air yes. because Last week during our recording, I, I could feel I was flat. Like I just had like low energy, yeah. blah, blah, blah. I could feel it. And when I actually listen back to that episode, I can hear it you more so. You can hear it. And I feel like you GBs can pick it up as mm-hmm. well. You guys know when we're flat. Yeah. And then we went to the pub afterwards and Joe's was like, hey, babe, like just checking in. Like, if, if, like you know, I felt like your energy was low. And yeah. I just looked at Joe's deadpan mm. and I was like, babe. I'm so bored with life. I'm so bored with with routine. You kind of, I mean, that weird late 20s age. So I'm like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? Like, yeah. I, and, you know, people always come up to me and they're like, you're fucking killing it. And you've got so much going on with me. And to me, that just sounds like beep, boop, beep, boop, beep. It doesn't register in my head. I just look at them like with like glassy eyes. Yeah. We get that that a lot. (laughs) We literally got sent shout out to to beautiful people who did this. We got sent gifts for International Women's Day. Congratulating us on oh yeah on our champagne, chocolates, everything, which is so so gorgeous. Yeah. But for us, we were like, huh? I just don't feel anything yeah. at the moment, Jodes. And I just and we wanted to talk about this because yeah, uh, like what Jodes was touching on, we've got we've had disaster after disaster, and mm. you know, when, don't get it twisted, we're in such a privileged state to live in a uh, a beautiful country, exactly. But I'm I'm also going through this weird life change and mm. Joe's is like you're probably going through your satin return. Yes, honey. Which happens at late 20s. Do you want to tell the GBs yeah. what it, the fuck it is? Yes, honey. So your satin return, I'm sure some of you have maybe a few of you have heard of this before. Um, your satin, so as in the planet, mm. you know, we, we were bitches here. Satin moves through every sign around every three years or so. Mm-hmm. So it takes a full 28 to 30 years to return to its original place from when you were born. So basically you consider this, they call it like a cosmic check-in, mm-hmm. right? And it goes down in your late 20s, your 50s, then once again in your 80s. And mm-hmm. most of us, you know, we're not really living. We might have kicked the bucket. We might have kicked the bucket about 90 or 100, but those are sort of the three key times. So it is massive because mm-hmm. this is something you're only experiencing approximately three times in your life. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot, I mean, do your Googles, but there's a lot of content out there that will get into your satin return. But basically people tend to feel massive life shifts um, when they're undergoing their satin return. And the, the first time we do that is between 28 and 30 years. So Jules, our lovely, at 28 is going through this now. And everything that she's talking to me about feels very much like a satin return. Because mm. you've, you've been through it. I mean... Our beautiful girl here. Yeah. You're about to have another birthday, so you've lived the satin return. I've lived through the satin return. I remember being Jules' age, 28, 29, and I 
underwent huge shifts in my friendships. I remember feeling just as lost. Where am I going with my career? What even fulfills me anymore? What do I even enjoy anymore? A lot of deep healing work as well. Mm -hmm. And I, you're starting to leave a lot of things behind, Jules. Mm. So don't be surprised if you're starting to question your friendships, your living situation, your work. But I will say that for me personally, and it's such a unique thing for everyone. It's going to be different for everyone. But for me, I really felt like I had developed a lot more emotion, emotional resilience mm-hmm. in my late 20s. And I started to truly know my worth. It's an ongoing journey for all of us. Mm-hmm. But particularly in your Saturn return, mm. it's almost like in Tarot, the, the Tower card. Oh, God. Isn't that the, like the disaster one? But it's also transformation. Yeah, because okay, yeah. You know, once you've fallen from the tower, there's nowhere to go from there but up. It's mm-hmm. a complete transformation. And that, to me, um, is very much the antithesis of the Saturn return. Yeah. So tell the GBs how you've been feeling. Uh, just everything is too, and I, you know, I am a Virgo, but mm. everything is too routine for me. Yeah. I, I'm, and, and if I do a lot of self-reflection, that this is why I loved the roster at the start of the year. Yeah. It was chaos. Was I was fun. Uh, dating three guys at once, yes. like had everyone on the go. I loved it. And it was something new for me because normally when I get a bit um, just – Stagnant? Yeah, to stagnant I um, fall into partying. Mm. But partying for me is now so boring. God God bless my beautiful friends who I love so dearly. I know everything that's about to come out of their mouth, like when we're partying. Do you yes. know what? Like no – because I've experienced such high highs in partying as in like I've been to like I've been around the world partying in Mexico, been yeah. on tour, like everything I'm just like, ugh. Which I makes just, oh, yeah. sorry, I sound like a whinger, but I'm just I'm just starting to like shed that skin now. But that's so 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 normal in yeah. your late twenties. I think you're just you're going through an up leveling in your life. And I think mm-hmm. you're ready to embrace a new chapter. You're discovering more about yourself as a woman. I also think that your Saturn return, for me, it was about stepping out of my girl and into my woman. Mm-hmm. Truly. Like mm-hmm. that sounds cheesy, but you do leave a lot of things behind and you do take stock of every area in your life. Mm-hmm. A lot of things can change during that mm-hmm. time. It's almost like I sound ungrateful, but I've never been loved so much you know how mm. fucking disgustingly loved i am to you the are. point where i'm like your friends are obsessed with you <laughs> i'm so loved i've got you know we've, we've got the potty of our dreams yes. blah 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 obviously we we want to you know um elevate which mm. we will i've got really life changing things about to happen to me this year which we can one day tell you guys and I just don't I just don't feel it, babe. I just feel empty. I just think it's yeah, you need to have patience with this process because it's as we always say, it's so, so normal and I, I think a lot of our GBs will identify with how you're feeling. You mm. question everything in your life at that age. Mm. You do. Mm-hmm. You really do. But as you always say to me, Jules, it it doesn't make sense until you look back. Yeah, the so, dots only connect once you're looking back. They can never connect once you're looking forwards. Amen. Well, on that note. GB says, no, even we didn't even want to give out advice. We just wanted to be so real and let you know how we're feeling. Like I said to Jones, I feel like a fraud if I'm sitting here giving out a GB tip of the week when I feel dead behind the eyes. Exactly. So, a bit of a fucking depressing moment, but we're going to have lots of fun after the break, aren't we, Jones? We are. So, guys, let's go to a quick little break. Make sure you've rated us five stars in the meantime on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to us on Spotify. Oh, you can rate us now on Spotify. Oh, you can. Yes, you can rate so us. obviously, you're going to go five stars, doll. And anything below 
just don't. Yeah. Maybe just yeah. just DM us abuse instead. We'll 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 cop that. We'll take all feedback. And then <laughs> once you're done rating us five stars, make sure you follow our IG and our TikTok at Good Bitch Pod. We'll be right back. <laughs> You're back with Jules and Jodes. Getting into this listener question, tad long, and I'm going to read it word for word, but stay with us because it's fucking relatable. GB says, hi, Jules and Jodes. I need your advice on getting over someone. First of all, just want to put it out there that I love your guys' podcast. I love how we keep this in. We could definitely just cut that, but we always gas ourselves up. Babe, it's an important part of the question. Thank you. Thank you. So last year in March, I had sex, in brackets, in the car. Keep in mind, this was my first time meeting him, little naughty squirrel, with this guy I really liked and had grown feelings for since we talked every day for two and a half months. When we met up, we got along so well and he really wanted to have sex. So we did. And after we chatted, I dropped him home. When he got out of the car, he said he would message me, but he never did. I later on messaged him the next day saying, nice meeting you and no response. Fast forward to two weeks later and he messages me saying he saw me out clubbing and then didn't respond to me again. And then literally four weeks later, he gets into a relationship. To top it off, his girlfriend became a PT at my gym. Ever since meeting him, I still have feelings and he is always the first to view my stories on Insta. Basically, I'm just wanting some advice on how to get over him just because I'm hurt on how he treated me. Like why talk to me for nearly three months every day just to meet up and fuck and then ghost and get straight into a relationship. I've slept with other guys since, but I always end up saying to myself, it's just not him. Like, I feel bad because I catch myself being jealous of his girlfriend. Oh, I hate this for her. I hate this for... We've all been there. Many times, unfortunately. And it hurts so much. Like, I just... Why do we have to go through this shit? Mm. Mm-hmm. It's so unfair, but also it's like, who knows? I don't know this man, mm-hmm. but who knows what's really going on in his head and honey we never know the dynamics of a relationship you don't know what their relationship is based on or or, or working on behind closed doors so don't let that mess with your head and feed into that mm, like it's not like the perfect relationship no no, no one is exactly okay The first thing that you absolutely need to do, you need to block this man. 100%. How dare he have access to your life after he's treated you like this and you still allow him access into your daily life? Girl. Girl. Absolutely not. It should be a privilege to be surrounded by you and he just gets to peep in whenever he wants. No way. Out of sight, out of mind, snip, snip. If she wasn't hurt, if she was just keeping it moving and like had moved on, I, I wouldn't really stress it. Mm-hmm. But the fact that she's struggling to get over him, there's obviously still a, like a connection there for her and she's registering when he's jumping on her page mm-hmm. and watching her stories. Like That is so unhealthy for you mentally, babe. Mm-hmm. Actually, you need to protect your space and actually pr- protect your mental health, mm-hmm. if anything, and just you've you, got to block him. I'm just saying this from a place of like I, I'm, I'm right there with you. Yeah. You start posting shit just for 
for them oh, because you, you know. Remember that time you were doing that those flips in the chair and you had your boots <laughs> out? Oh my god! Jodie was seeing someone <laughs> and she she was showing me all these like maybe I should post this. She was doing the most. I was like, you look skids, babe. Just fucking chill. I was doing the absolute most. <laughs> I was like really feeling myself and I was just doing it so that this guy that I was like in love with at the time would see it and, and like like me. Like you live in such a state of delusion when you're in that place, babe. So that's why I say like we're not judging you, babe. No. We're right there with you, but we're trying to help you and say it might feel weird and mm-hmm. awkward initially, but the best thing you can do for yourself is create that space and shock him a bit, block him, and then if he pulls you on it, just say, well, yeah, you're in a relationship. I'm personally moving on. I, I don't see why we need to be on each other's social media. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like you don't need to give him access to you in that way. Yeah, and can I say I have – Blocked two exes and like kind of left situations that shits so they can still see my shit and let it be known. I have never thought about those exes because it's out of sight, out of mind. But the situationships I have on file, you best believe I'm thinking about their fucking mum Sunday night roast that they posted. Like it stays with you. Like literally block, out of sight, out of mind. Absolutely. And I'm telling you right now, I've actually spoken with an actual therapist about this stuff like years ago and they gave this is the therapist advice they will say the exact same words we're saying block him Mm -hmm. you have to cut all contact that is how you will move on otherwise you're just you're keeping the ties there Mm -hmm. and it's only hurting you like he's living his fucking best life like he's just rooted a hot chick four weeks ago now he's like banging another girl like he's he's living his best life with no consequences and yet he still gets to see what you're up to he still gets to know what you're doing in your life like Mm. how does he deserve to have that access to you boo no you know what to do my love we love you, though, and we've yeah. all been there. Yeah. Like, more times we're more proud to admit. I'll, yeah. let, I'll tell you that much for free. We hear you and we support you, but trust me, block him. In a month, you won't look back. Yeah. I, we promise you. We promise. All right, on that note, Jill, should we head into our confession? Yes. I can't believe I don't know. I'm so oh excited. Oh, my goodness. Sorry, I'm just, I'm just opening up our Insta, so I'm just going to read it verbatim. Okay. Hey, GBs. Absolutely obsessed with the potty. And hoping you won't judge me for this, but a bitch needs to cleanse herself. Fucking hell. Halfway through last year, I moved out of my share house and into an apartment with two other guys. Through my 20s, I've lived with many different dynamics and never had an issue with living with guys, as I'm not your typical girly girl. I also didn't feel an initial attraction to either of them, and the apartment was beautiful. The price was also right, and I thought, fuck it, let's give it a go. Jibbies, here's where things get weird. During COVID, I found myself feeling really alone, and I know the boys were struggling too, as we couldn't leave the house much, as you know. One night, we were having drinks on the balcony and started playing Truth or Dare. Oh, God. The conversation quickly turned sexual and one of the guys kissed me as a dare. Next thing you know, he's feeling me up and I make it known that I'm really into it. I didn't want to leave anyone out, so we ended up having a threesome. To my shock, it all felt very natural. To make things worse, GBs, I have a boyfriend of three years. Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, my God. 
He has no idea that this night happened and I often feel guilty. I know this is a confession, but do you think I should tell him? Thank you both for sharing this burden with me. Oh, thanks, Joel. Appreciate that. Another threesome. Are we the most vanilla basic bitches out? No one answered that. But this is, I feel like we're just going to start walking around the corner and the people are just going to be fucking in the alley. Threesome vibes. I'm like, am I not horny enough? Because I just personally couldn't see me feeling like confident enough to just, or maybe my flatmates, shout out, have not been like spicy enough. But I'm like, damn. But also I love this for her that she was able to have a bit of fun during COVID because I admit it was a lonely time. It was a lonely, oh, even Chantel, my girl housemate started looking good from the back. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. (laughs) <laughs> the fact that you're writing into a podcast so two random girls can tell thousands of people, it's obviously playing on your mind. Yes. It's yes, obviously yes. chewing you up. And for someone who has also, we're not going to get into it now right now because yeah, yeah. we have many times, yeah. cheated on their partner, their guilt will kill you. It's actually worse than the act. Oh, the the, the guilt is worse than the act. The physical act was nothing. It's the guilt It's afterwards. the guilt that kills you. But then what if she tells him? And then he's so uncomfortable knowing because he's... Oh, yeah, because she lives with them. She lives with these guys. And it sounds like the vibe is that it was just a one-night thing, but surely that would make her boyfriend feel uncomfortable. So what? She moves moves out with them. Yeah, no, actually, no, it's too... You know it's what? Messy. The, the rentals in Sydney are so disgustingly expensive. Um, honestly, I'm <laughs> saying don't tell your boyfriend. I, I oh, you can't afford a mover these days. It's, oh! no, don't, don't tell your boyfriend. Keep living in scandal. And that's just on budget. That's on budget. That's just on budget and um, financial independence. What? So she's either going to be homeless and and brokenhearted or she can just keep secretly throwing it back with her. I'm going secretly throwing it back. Well, I don't think she is. I think it was a one-night thing. If it was truly, truly a one-night thing and you really don't care for these mans and you're fully invested in the relationship, maybe just let it go. But I'm sure many people would fight us on that. But, look, we're thinking of our GBs going through tough it's financial times. The financial times, literally. We, we, it's a hard life out here and it's hard being single out in these streets. As in, So I'm, gonna, I'm saying don't tell him. No. Do the sneaky sneaky. It's hard in these streets, doll. We're about to enter a recession. Don't tell Ellen. Nah, and that's just on finance. No, oh, I love it. That's just on finance and 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 wellness, financial wellness, financial wellness. GBs, <laughs> we got to go, but we've got a guest next week. Someone actually wrote back to our DMs. Finally, <laughs> actually, you know what? Don't even hold my word because knowing us, they'll just never rock up. But that's no. okay. No, I uh, this person's an absolute real one. Yeah, I we'll, we'll give you a clue. Hot nights. Hot, hot nights. Hot nights. That's all we're gonna say. All right, my darlings, that's it for this week. Make sure you go and write us five stars on all your favorite podcast apps, Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and keep in the loop of all our mischief on our TikTok at GoodBitchPod and our Instagram at GoodBitchPod. Love you, GBs. Love you. Bye. Bye.